This podcast is brought to you by High Five Tom, a proud family member of Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. And honored to be part of The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of The Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. This podcast is brought to you by High Five Tom, a proud family member of Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. And honored to be part of The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of The Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. What up, High Fivers? Uh, this is your boy, High Five Tom, and I've got my very good friend here on the other side of the country, uh, still Willer, Utah, uh, even though he's in New Hampshire, he's not in, uh, in the beautiful state of Utah, but Willer, how are you this evening, my friend? Beautiful state of Utah, huh? I'm not convinced it's real. It's a real place. I've been there. You know, it's the, the, the Mecca for Mormons, right? Oh, I, I know. I mean, you know, obviously, I mean, you know, faith being a Mormon and all, obviously, I know this, so. No, I I'm all right. Yeah. Uh, you know, nothing really new. Just going around saying, hey, stop spending so much money, and then I go to a Barnes & Noble, and I draw up. <laughs> a redacted amount of money. So, did you say a redacted amount of money? Yes, that's funny. Redacted amount. That's super funny. So, yeah, I mean, same here. Um, so we were talking earlier. Uh, you know, face uh, her six sisters are all coming to visit. So the next couple of days are going to be interesting. But uh, it's good. It's the first time they've come out. You know, we've been out here five years. So. No, it'll make the wife happy. So that's all that matters. So, did I just want to confirm? You said six, six sisters. Yeah, six blood sisters. So she has nine. Well, technically, well, she technically has nine, but yeah, six she's, or eight of yes, she's related to. And she's got ten brothers and sisters. So, Jesus. Yeah, that was it. Was all about so. Hey. 
God, right? Yeah, and I'm an only child of my parents, so. Yeah, and our place is, uh, as David, uh, DHB3, former You Can't Beat That Champion contestant. Our place isn't very big, but they're going to be out in a bunch. So, I mean, this is really just kind of a landing spot for them. So, but yeah, I think it's the first two, first two days off of work I'm going to take where I'm not, like, taking a time off my day job to work another job. So, that'll be kind of nice. So, because I'm stupid, but. But um, I know this is an audio podcast, uh, but Will and I are kind of wearing matching shirts. Um, we both have a Dem Boys t-shirt on in celebration of this episode. Um, you know, and, and real quick, so if you're new on to Ring of Honor Reverie, I would go back. Uh, it was actually our first quarter coach bonus episode. Uh, Will and I did a really awesome tribute to uh, Jay Briscoe. Obviously, when he passed, you know, we had to, we had to do something. Uh, so go back and go in, you know, if you want to hear I celebrate the life of Jay Briscoe. Make sure you go back and check out that. Uh, but if you're a loyal high fiver and you're going on, uh, this basically uh, this episode is going to be all basically Briscoe's related, um, not by our choice, but it's obviously we're okay with that. As uh, Mark and Jay are going to their main event at Best in the World next week, uh, Ring of Honor decided to do their go home show as a basically a, a Ring of Honor episode dedicated to the Briscoes. Yeah, it was really like a like an extended inside ring of honor. Yeah, it's really, but better done. Like the thing. So episode opens and it starts playing the song. That's like record scratch. It plays the, the death Valley driver song. Yeah. And then it cuts to like, they're supposed to be doing like a documentary, like ring of honor is like sending these cameras home. And it's like, Oh shit! But we're gonna be—we're late getting back to take care of the chickens. You know, Papa's gonna be mad. <laughs> um, and now, if I'm not mistaken, uh, this because they've got a couple of DVDs out. I have one. Um, I haven't lost. I'm assuming this is probably prior previous footage that they kind of threw in modern day footage. I don't know. So that's a good question. I'll have to dig into that. But yeah, I didn't. Re- I mean, obviously, we know they're chicken farmers, and I do want to state real quick on a programming note. Obviously, usually we do the question of dishonor, but we usually do the question of dishonor first. Uh, but as we got um, three really good ones, we're going to do them after TV because um, they are Briscoe related. Uh, so just a quick programming note. But Will, did you realize that their chicken farm is thirty thousand chickens? I was just going to say a uh, small content warning for you know this. Uh, you could say barnyard language. <laughs> Yeah, that whoever had to sit on the button for uh for Jay Briscoe, yeah, you know that man's uh that man got his paychecks worth, yeah. But uh, they they do talk about dead animals. They kind of show dead animals, so if uh, just be mindful that that is in here. I mean, a lot of it's just they they sent a camera crew around with Mark and Jay Briscoe and Jethro and. You get what you get. Yeah. Like, um, we, we get the, the story about uh, Mark losing his teeth. Which is, is well known, but um, I do love Jay's version of the story. I like uh, how the Mark with the bit saying, is like, people ask me what happened to your teeth. He's like, well, they obviously they got knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick, obviously, there's a lot of Papa Briscoe in this, and we'll get to a little bit later. But holy shit. He is definitely their dad. Oh yeah, the the family the family resemblance is 
is there. Yeah, you can definitely tell Papa Briscoe or uh, Mama Briscoe did not stray along to the to the mailman or UPS man. He's definitely Mark and Jay are definitely Papa Briscoe's kids. He's a funny motherfucker. They all are. And I didn't really realize. So, well, did you know Sandy Fork technically isn't a town? Yes, I already knew that. I think they also address that on the AEW. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, where you said Sandy Fork sounds way cooler than, than Laurel. <laughs> yeah. Because I think their farm is on like Sandy Fork Road or something like that. So, yeah. Um, but if you Google like Sandy Fork, Delaware, it does come up. Yeah. Because, well, that's right. We're going to, we were talking about taking an adventure down there, but one of these days, where. But obviously, you know, the, uh, they go into the backstory of the Briscoes and. You know, they started, you know, fighting each other as kids, and then they, they convinced their dad to finally make a ring. Um, and I don't remember. So you haven't read the Young Bucks book, book yet? Correct. You should. It's really fucking good, um, to be honest with you. But, I mean, this Mark and Jay story is very similar to Nick and Matt. I mean, these two are are two peas in a pod, just indifferent. Very blue-collar. I know um, the Young Bucks don't come across as blue-collar people. Um, but they definitely are. Um, and obviously, I mean, the Briscoes are very little rough on the edges, so. Oh, man, if, if you thought the Briscoes that you saw in the last couple of years were, were rough around the edges, 20, 2013, Mark and Jay Briscoe were, you need subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> but between, the, between them bleeping stuff out and, I could just see Steve Carino going nuts in a good way and a bad way um, on this episode. Yeah, it would be funny to have like a, like a watch along with Steve Carino on this show. I'm a uh, I'm a little surprised because they, they talk about their their first match against each other like the death match kind of stuff, and they didn't show any clips of that. But that match is available for free on YouTube. Wait, their first Ring of Honor match? It's not a Ring of Honor match. Oh, like their first was it their first official? Okay, so their first ring. Of yeah, Honor? okay, so that wasn't their first match then, huh? I missed that. That that, that would have been their first Ring of Honor match that they showed us on okay. the. On the, but no, they uh, they got shared around a lot after Jay passed from uh, Joey Janela. I want to say it was a CZW thing, where it's scrawny Mark and Jay Briscoe because they would have been all of like seventeen, sixteen years old. Yeah, of course, CCW. I mean, they're not really worried about uh, labor laws, rules. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so funny just seeing Mark with teeth. Well, it's just hilarious, so. Sounds horrible to say. It's funny to see this guy with teeth. Yeah. I did I did like how he said, he's, you know, I looked at Chris Benoit and I looked at McFoley and I said, well, I'm going to lose some teeth at some point. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's especially it's, after a, uh, you know, doctor of physics, Mark Briscoe talks about jumping off the bridge, and how you yeah. got to make sure your 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 toy your keys trying to break down the physics of diving into the. <laughs> this is where we learn the river, whatever it is. Mark Briscoe's got a, a side hustle of diving off bridges and everything. So. I, I, I didn't say I'd be okay. It's I probably wouldn't die. <laughs> Uh, Mark, I mean, we say it all the fucking time, and everybody knows, goddamn Mark it was, is a national treasure. 
this this episode was fun because I like for me personally like it might not be fair, but like our our friend David Henry Bauer, not a not a huge Briscoes guy, but if you like the Briscoes, this is a fun little watch because it's just it's. I mean, like the match stuff is fine that they give us. Like they give you some some bits and pieces of some matches, but the I was way more entertained by just them driving around in the RV with the with the camera crew. Yeah, because uh, because Chicken's old Dodge wouldn't work, so they had to take Mom's RV. Oh, uh, Papa just got the lights on again. <laughs> so we're taking the Dodge. He's like, we're gonna have me, you, Jethro, the camera crew. Everybody's gonna fit your Dodge. Yeah, and I know we kind of mentioned earlier, but yeah, they relate uh, when they're talking to her dad. And dad's like five fifteen. He's like, well, we're just a little late. He's like, it's six twenty. <laughs> Jay's like, your watch is broken. He's like, you're, you're he he's on he's like on his cell phone pulling out. Like, you're, you're. Uh, yeah, it was, it, it was a couple minutes late. They said, "Yeah, um, yeah." And then they did show their first match. Um, yeah, and it's crazy. I think Paul Turner ref their first match, and Paul Turner still looks the same. Um, you know, and obviously, it's uh, so because Mark, like, because Mark's not like a big, big, like you know, Mark's not like a jacked guy. Like he's in shape, but he's not like. Big like Jay Briscoe bulked up a lot, yeah. As they got older, but they're both like they're they're scrawny kids, right? It's like they're they're both so thin and like the singlets and shit. It's like wow, yeah. Kind of definitely getting in their own. Um, And obviously, Mark won the first match. And uh, you haven't seen so you haven't seen the era of Honor Begin show, right? Because if you get a chance, let's say if nothing. That's a main event. I would check out Jay versus Amazing Red, which is awesome. And technically, I, gotta, I do have to see it. I, 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 I'm pretty sure I said that's what my uh, my favorite match off the the first show was. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and listen, like Will brought up earlier, they did uh, talk about you know how Jay marked or uh, knocked out Mark's teeth. Um, and anytime Mark says the word presti- prestigious, you know, Mark's like, it's a ver- you know, this title is very prestigious. I mean, just classic Mark. So, love Mark Briscoe. Yeah. Yeah. And their first title win was against Special K. Uh, and they were managed by Jim Cornette. I forgot that. Cornette's always been in their corner, right? Yeah. He's always been a big fan of them boys. Um, we got double check with Brendan too. So I wonder if Special K was a like a transitional champ because they didn't really help. This is like their first title defense. It seems like everybody in that in that faction was named after a drug too. I don't know if you noticed that. So, oh, it's probably that's probably on purpose. Yeah, there's like one was one of the guys named like Acid Drop or something like that, and I don't know. Um, yeah, and like I said earlier, it was fun seeing Mark with teeth. Um, and then we did see the Briscoes uh, versus World's Greatest Tag Team from Final Battle 2011. Uh, that started a trend of where we saw the Briscoes, and if you listen to the show at all. Oh. Uh, but I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. No, uh, yeah, I'm good. Um, but I do want to mention, obviously, we do want to shout out uh, former guests 
LOL, Mike Peterson and David Henry Bauer the third while we're taking him, talking about the rest of his greatest take team. But would you have guessed, Will, that Shelton Benjamin's been in 13 Royal Rumbles? No, I thought that question was a lot of fun. Faith got gold dust too. Yeah, she was listening. To- a, that was a great. That was a great guess. I'm like, how the fuck do you know? I'm like, how the fuck I do you like- know? Dust? It didn't, yeah. I, I, I would guess Ric Flair. I know it wasn't one of the answers, but I would guess Ric Flair. Well, it's like Orton, yeah, Kofi, yeah, Kane, yeah. But great questions. A lot of fun questions were really fun this week. Yeah, um, but yeah, Shelton Benjamin. I never would have guessed that in a hundred years. Shout out to Brendan for coming up with the question. Yeah, yeah. So part of a uh, Ring of Honor rivalry's arm. So listen, yeah. Brendan is a important part of our show. Important part of the Shining Wizards, like the main show. He 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 took over their note taking duty. He's doing their Patreon episodes. It's kind of like a moderator, fourth man kind of thing. Brendan's great. Yeah. So, and uh, hopefully we get to talk to Brendan. His, his, kid's a, his kid's a literal rock star. Like, it's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, like, shoot, rock out. Awesome. Yeah, what was his kid playing? It was like uh, the, the, the the school rock thing. So like uh, he was playing drums or something, right? So so shout out to Brendan's kid who we have not met yet. So in the real life, but I, I think for for the the sake of that child, he probably shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. He, he later when it's okay for us to be bad influences. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, but then uh, they do show a couple more matches. Uh, they do uh, show, and they kind of talk about the war that they had with uh, Steven Generico in 2007. I skipped that part because we'll be actually doing a watch-along for that match uh, tomorrow. Uh, but then it was uh, Kings of Wrestling versus the Briscoe Brothers. Actually, it was Kings of Wrestling and Papa Briscoe, and I think Shane Hagedorn was with Hero and Castanoli. Um, but kudos to fucking Papa Briscoe for taking a fucking elbow from Chris Hero. I know you, you know you. Do you know much about Chris Hero? I said I know you're not too familiar with him, but I don't know. I knew like I knew him from like PWG stuff, okay. and then obviously his the, the the what I'll call the second NXT run. Yeah, and when he actually was like on NXT TV and Cash Sono, and he's pretty much like the gatekeeper for NXT. Like you have a you have a couple matches with Chris Hero, and then you get to go up to main roster. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just I throws a hell of an elbow. Yeah, and I used to love his his loved his merch before I even knew like any of his matches, like his old indie merch where it was like the Death of Superman stuff, where it's like plays on the Superman logo. I thought it was very cool. Yeah, and from all accounts, I said everyone that I've that knows Casero or interacts says he's one of the greatest human beings ever. So I remember. I don't remember what. I saw it in like how exactly it was brought up because I, I think it was just it might have been something that PWG put out, but they, they were like talking to all the wrestlers, asking them what their favorite Christmas song was, hmm. and he said it was the the Hawaiian Christmas song. The 
the Kepi Mock is the right way to say Merry Christmas to you or whatever uh, it is. Yeah. That's really random. Well, you know, that's uh, you could say that about this whole show, Tom. We're, we're talking about the Briscoes, and now we're talking about Chris Hero's uh, favorite Christmas song. Yeah, and uh, we should probably track down a couple of Kings of Wrestling matches here one of these days. So, um, great times. Should we talk about Scrapple? Duck Egg. <laughs> damn Scrapple. I'm going to, I got to have some Scrapple next time I'm out that way. So, um, and then there's a fun clip where, uh, you know, Jay's in the ring with his kids. Um, that was really fun. Like how he sw- or how he sold that uh, swinging head scissors from his kid was fucking great. And his kid was laying him in too on Papa Briscoe, man. He immediately laid you know the double clothesline on him. So you know, people, you know, it was kind of cool. Jay just talking like, yeah, now that I got kids, you know, so we're doing all this for something and everything. So you know, it made things a little harder, but I mean, it made things a little easier if that makes sense. So. Right, you 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 watch it differently now than we would have ten years ago if we watched it back in twenty thirteen. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and then they show because it, it it like it for like for me it doesn't sting as much, but I kind of for, I feel like I forget sometimes because there's so much footage of him, like you know. Yeah, because it's, it's it's still that, like that level of unbelievability. It's like, oh, yeah, he's gone. Like, yeah, and like I mean, there was a moment there when we got that question from Brunda too, and we'll get to that a little bit later. But I was like, okay, yeah, these are all the matches they could have. I'm like, oh wait, no, they they can. Like, oh, shit. So. Yeah, and then they showed uh, footage of Jade um, beating Kevin Steen. And uh, I may have to re- go back and rewatch that match. Um, goddamn fucking Nigel was losing his fucking mind. He was fun to watch in the background. He was running around like a ball, well, pardon the pun, but like a chicken with his head cut off. It was hilarious. But uh, yeah, now that Steen's been pinned, you know, he hadn't been pinned in 839 days. And well, now Willie gets pinned three days a week. You know, we will talk yeah. about a little bit later, but I'm not really liking how Kevin seems booked here, but I get it. So, um, yeah, and then they go, uh, so we're back into modern times here, you know, we're, and then, uh, you know, the funny promo where Mark cut on Jay, you know, he's like, all you talk about is how you're going to whip people's asses, um, you know, when they're they're cleaning up dog shit, all they're talking about is whipping people's asses, you know, they're picking up dead chickens, all you talk about is whipping people's asses, like, we were taught to be humble, so, all in all, a lot of fun. Yeah, interesting. You know, obviously an interesting go home show. Obviously, they're trying to pump up the main event. You know, so something a little different from Ring of Honor. So, like we'll tell a bit earlier, it was kind of a nice reprieve from what we've seen earlier. So, yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, you're trying to sell this main event, right? So, like, we didn't really get any story beats heading that we didn't already have. But you're trying to get eyes on the product, you're putting out kind of like a special like. On your what you could say are your your top talent, yeah. Because I mean, even if Jay wasn't the world champ right now, you you'd still argue. I'd say comfortably that the Bristol are the top dogs and Ring of Honor. Yeah, whether they, whether they got belts on them or not. 
Yeah, I mean, Jay was there day one. I mean, technically the first match. Um, ever. They 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 both were, but Mark was an old wrestle, so he just sat in the back. Yeah, he came out. He was yeah, he was yeah, he's second in Jay, but he just didn't get in the ring. Um, yeah, shout out to Amazing Red. So it's good to see he's getting surged, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun, you know. And like I said, I don't know if it would have been enough for me to buy the pay per view, but I would have been intrigued to see, you know, who are these Bristol brothers and why are they so popular. You know, if I just happen to like this is the first show I ever saw, so that would be a kind of a tougher sell, right? If people had no idea. I mean, like if it was the very first thing from Ring of Honor I ever saw, you know, as we go on and you know, they kind of bring up like the paper you look at Mark and Jay wrestle, and it's like, okay. But so it would have been, it would have seemed a little weird. Like, well, is this how they like lead into all their pay per views? Is it where are we going to get like expose like, behind the scenes, like behind the musics, basically of yeah every main event? Which I mean, they still kind of do today. I mean, like I'm not a big Jay Lethal guy, but when they were heading into Death Before Dishonor last year, and they had Lethal doing the promo about like learning from Joe and like what being with Joe in those early years, I'm like, you know what? I'm they, they might be trying to sway me and it might be working a little bit. Yeah. I have seen a lot coming There's a there's a lot can be there's a lot that can be done with like kind of like that backstage footage, so to speak. Like you know, we saw it in the in the, the the bubble era of Ring of Honor. You know, they brought they brought like pure tournament stuff and you know, the I mean, they progressed so much with just variants of just two people sitting in a chair, just like talking about their their next match. It's like stuff is so great. You're just letting them be them. I mean, nobody would ever say the Briscoes weren't 110 percent themselves. So yeah, yeah, the Briscoes were definitely the Briscoes. So um, all right. Well, so yeah, we're gonna kind of go in reverse order here, but uh. We're going to take a quick break here and uh, plug all of our friends. And obviously, you know, we've got the commercials here for Finding Wizards, but make sure you do follow all the great shows on Visionaries Global Media. I'm just going to shout out everybody real quick. Uh, Brett and Beaumont, both former guests here on the Ring of Honor po- or Revelry podcast. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Hope to get those guys back on. Nice just dropped a new episode yesterday. Uh, Matt and Graham from Good Comics. I was going to say, Brain, Brain Buster Boys or Brain Buster Back. Brand yeah. new episode. Yeah, and I was I watched a little bit live for that one. So and uh, shout out to Brett's Reds who have won eleven in a row, uh, first time since nineteen fifty seven. They are currently in first place uh, over the slumping Brewers and Pirates. Uh, but obviously Matt and Graham from Good Cop Bad Cop they are on hiatus right now as Graham is actually over in the United Kingdom. Uh, hopefully deliveries for Will and I. And then obviously uh, Bill, Jason, and uh, Zach over at Banff from Ringside. So make sure you check out those guys. Uh, you got you know Chris talks games. Uh, or Chris is on there talking about video games. It looks like Will, Faith, and I are actually going to pull a trigger on a Switch this fall. So I'm a little scared to have a console in my house because I might never leave again. We'll, so. have to, we'll, have to, we'll have to be friends. You can do that, huh? Yeah. I mean, that's all online games. You know, you add your friends. It lets you know when your friends are online, what they're playing. 
you know, last Super Mario Bros. 3 and Ninja Gaiden for me, so. Um, hey, nothing wrong with that. They, they announced they're going to remake Super Mario RPG for the Switch coming out this fall. I never got to play it on the Super Nintendo, so I'm pretty excited. Nice. Yeah, and then uh, obviously we've got Dungeons & Junkies, Matt, and uh, Chad in the, in the posse. And uh, VFTR 2.0, I know they're kind of on a little bit of hiatus. Obviously, Chad's uh, wife is expecting, and Diesel's got a, a young uh, young Benji at home. Uh, but they are obviously the godfathers of uh, VGM. And uh, as Will pointed out, also there's the Midwestern Wrestling Roundup that I do. you know, And I do want to shout out real quick to this week's episode, although I had some big audio snafus in my conversation with Battle-Tested Ben and Cat. Uh, but check it out, yeah, because Battle-Tested Ben's running another big show this weekend. Uh, and it's all a big fundraiser for the Wisconsin professional firefighters. So, uh, but yeah, enjoy this block and show. Oh, yeah. We're with the Shining Wizards Network, and we'll see everybody on the other side real quick. The Shining Wizards is the greatest wrestling podcast of all time. Don't believe me? Tune in and check us out. We laugh, we cry, we interview some of the greatest people in professional wrestling, and we have some of the greatest segments of all time, including everyone's favorite wrestling game show, Can You Beat That? We're live 6.50 p.m. East on Monday night on all social media platforms, and we're with you wherever you go on every single streaming and podcasting platform as well. Check us out. Go over to ShiningWizards.com and join us for some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. What's up, folks? It's your boy, the Impact Player, Mr. Philly Ray, inviting all of you to check out the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Join us as we cover all things current in the world of pro wrestling, as well as paying homage to the old school, the squared circle. So listen in and find out why we are the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. Find us on all social media platforms and anywhere you get your podcast from. And as always, we are the proudest members of the Shining Wizards Network and Rant Entertainment Media. The Mark Order Podcast is the only show you need if you're looking for dedicated coverage of everything AEW on the Shining Wizards Network. Join us live on YouTube every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Dynamite to chat along with the show. If you can't join us live, listen to us on your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all social channels at MarkOrderPod and use the hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. G'day guys, my name is Thomas, one half of the Broadcast Podcast. With our podcast, we go back and watch wrestling events from WWE, WWF, WCW, ECW, AEW, and many other wrestling promotions. You can check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast, that's T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T, and you can also download all episodes on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Castro, and many other podcast apps. Got 30 minutes to kill? Come check out 30 Screams or Less, where we review a horror movie in 30 minutes or less. We cover new movies and old ones too. We'll give our honest thoughts on the movie, good or shit, as well as a rating of each one that we watch. New episodes weekly, available on the Shining Wizards Network and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Steve. And I'm Corey. Come check us out at 30 Screams or Less. What's up, everyone? When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure to check out Wrestling Night in Canada. If we're not recording another kick-ass podcast, or playing in punk bands, 
We're recording kick-ass heavy metal albums. Then we're sitting back, we're grabbing a couple brews and going over everything to do in the world of pro wrestling. Because we're from Winnipeg, you idiots. If you like your music heavy, then check out Radioactive Metal on the Shining Wizards Network. For over 16 years now, Radioactive Metal has been one of the longest running podcasts. Over the years, we've interviewed some legendary metal acts, had some awesome discussions, and cranked a hell of a lot of tunes. So join your cool Uncle Snowy and his co-host Aaron for the audio mosh pit that is Radioactive Metal here on the Shining Wizards Network. Are you tired of being lied to every day by the mainstream media? Do you want to know what's really going on in the world? Do you want to make up your own mind about things and not be told what to think or say? Then listen to Inconclusive Breakdown, a weekly anti-PC look at the world of entertainment and current events brought to you without censorship or filters. You can find us everywhere you listen to podcasts, BitChute, and on ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. And also, we're a proud member of the Shining Wizards Network. All right, high fivers. I hope you enjoyed that commercial. Like I said, make sure you enjoy all of the great shows at Visionaries Global Media and also Shining Wizards. And thank you to everyone for uh, for putting our uh, our lovely content out there. But we've got a couple Briscoe. Well, actually, our first question is not Briscoe related, uh, but from our good friend uh, UTT Rob over at Untaking the Territory. Um, I know their uh, um, Untaking podcasts are kind of winding down a little bit, uh, so I don't know if they're going to switch over to Bob Sapp. Uh, yeah, it'd be fun to do some Bob Sam or Tank and watch along. But, uh, uh, Will, what was the first question from Rob? So, our first question, the non Briscoe related question, uh, is if Ring of Honor had a version of the Slammy Awards, what would they be called? I had something really creative. I mean, it's got something to do with honor. I mean, I mean, in his full question, um, I so the the, the full wording is already had a of slammies with ridiculous categories. What would they be? So I guess what would the kind of awards be? And who would win? Yeah, I mean, like the awards had to be something like well, like the honor roll or something like that. That was that was my idea. I was gonna say the honorable mentions. Ah, yeah, yeah. This is this is this. However, is a very sports entertainmenty question, and Ring of Honor is not terribly sports entertainmenty. Sometimes, kind of a. Sometimes they are. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, best smile, Mark Briscoe. <laughs> best promo, Mark Briscoe. <laughs> best tag team. The Briscoes. Yeah. Best uh, world champ, Jay Briscoe. Uh, best Canadian, um, Mark Briscoe, coming out with a hockey getup at that uh, that show in Canada. Oh, that was great. When they jumped World Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team, that was awesome. Uh, yeah, best interest music, the Briscoes. That Death Valley Driver song does slap. It's very good. Yeah. For sure. Is it better? Is it? I don't know if it's better than Unsettling Differences, but it is also very good. 
I don't know. It's tough because they both fit said wrestler so well. It really does. And for me, that is the Briscoe's entrance team. I know they went through a couple other ones before they kind of wrapped everything up. But like when I think Briscoe's, that that Death Valley Driver song is the one I think of. Yeah. Shit, wasn't uh, who was telling us? Isn't there a Spotify playlist of like Ring of, Ring of Honor entrance music? There's a couple different playlists on Spotify that have like Ring of like they're not all the same length. And you see, there's a handful of stuff that you see on both, but. Did Would I say any of them are complete? I wouldn't say any of them are complete. But did you send that to me and I just spaced it? It's possible I've sent you one. Like I said, there's there's a bunch. I mean, it's like any kind of playlist that you you search for. And it'll, like I'm sure if you search for like WWE themes, there's probably hundreds yeah. of, of playlists that people have made. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Mark Briscoe, best smile. That's that's just classic will right there. So that's almost as good as your screaming Sicilian or your screaming Sicilian psychopath. You know, maybe instead of a, a trophy, you win five thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's never gonna get old, Bill. And they'll never run out of money with how much uh, wrestling's greatest tag team was was fined. You know that. They got endless amounts of money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So is Shelton Benjamin back in WWE at this point? He has been. Okay. He has been for a while. He's just not on TV. Well, no, like I meant... Like, Cedric, like your yeah. Cedric Alexander. <laughs> well, I meant in 2013. In 2013. Like I said, I can't... Maybe... 13 Royal Rumbles. That's fucking right on. Um, Ain't no stopping him. No. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely Mark Briscoe, best smile. Love it, Will. Um, and then uh, Rob actually sent in a second question. Uh, you did. You, you, sent, you sent the call out for, for Briscoe-related questions, and Rob was there to answer the call. Yep. So, Tom, it, it's not 298 flapjacks like Scott Norton, but if Mark and Jay sat down at Papa Briscoe's table, who's eating 50 eggs first? You know, and this is a great... Also, I always want to say that's a lot of eggs. Uh, and that's, I do want to call out real quick, and uh, I should probably DM you about this, Rob. So if you're a big Cool Hand Luke fan, let me know, um, and we can talk off air. Uh, but yeah, it's a great callback if you haven't seen the movie, Will. I am a Paul Newman, Mark. Anyone that listens to my other podcast... Uh, so basically, yeah, Paul Newman, like, yeah, took a bet, um, yeah, to eat 50 uh, eggs while he was in his prison camp. But I don't know, man. I'm torn. You, you know, you think Mark's got the advantage because he ain't got no teeth, but that might be a disadvantage if they're if they're hard boiled eggs. Yeah, just swallow those motherfuckers whole. You might almost have to go with Jay because he's got the size, right? He's got a little more room to pack away that many eggs. Yeah. I mean, and let's let's talk facts here. Like, are they hard-boiled eggs? Are they deviled eggs? Are they scrambled eggs? Because those all go down way different. Yeah. No, it's yeah, it's fifty hard-boiled eggs. That's rough. That's gonna be a rough day the next day. Um, want to make sure the windows are down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless you want to kill your better half. 
I don't know, man. I'm torn. I, I think I, I think we came out some Jay. I think it's Jay. I mean, I think I mean I think Mark's gonna have a tough time, you know, chewing those sons of bitches, and that's huge. You know. That's a lot of eggs. I could have done that in a previous question. So uh to answer your question, twenty thirteen. Let's let's see here. Because he left, he didn't go. He didn't go back to the E until 2017. Oh, that's right. He's New Japan, right? Uh, Noah. Okay. He went to Noah, so they have a kind of like indie. They have like an independent wrestling thing, kind of section. Then it's broken down to like Ring of Honor. He did some New Japan, uh, 2012 to 2015, and then he did Noah from 2015 to 2016. Then 2017 was back. Okay. In the and uh, the Wikipedia page also said that Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander are free agents as per the most recent draft. The herb business. No. Maybe they use this as a way to bring back the hurt business if they can show up forever. I don't know. It, it just writes itself. No. Book Static Alexander. Book Country Air. I mean, uh, at this point, I, I I wouldn't care if Raw was just three hours of this Bloodline storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you tweet this, this, this This past Friday, where... You out. So am I. It's like, whoa! I love there was like a delayed reaction from like even Solo and Paul Heyman. There was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, and those fuckers connected too. I mean, fucking Roman did a great job of fucking beating us. Oh, and I watched the clip again recently of the when uh, it was uh, when Jimmy hit the two super like the week before whatever or uh, the, the pay-per-view. Yeah. And so like the first one, and then the second one when he was on his knees already, it was like, damn, that second one was like a kill shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, real quick. So this is, I'm going to catch shit for this. Um, so say what you will, people. I don't give a shit. You so know. grab your glove, grab your official Milwaukee Brewers catching glove. Um. But I thought the Gorillas of Destiny were related. Like, no. Nope. Okay. But just uh, just because Haku is so tight with the Mayavia family, so they were family but not family. Like, I would say there is probably a familiarity. Like, they probably do know each other. Like, the families probably do know each other. Yeah. But uh, not related. Just like uh, Samoan Joseph, not a... Uh, Oh. And we're, we're we're not getting some old Joseph versus DSJ if we're getting older, are we? Unless I change tonight, I don't know. Well, no, because technically Forbidden Door is going to be Orange Cassidy ZSJ. So that's official, huh? So Saber and uh, Joe would probably be at all in. Mm. In Wembley. ZSJ have a nice big big hometown crowds for ZSJ and Will Ospreay. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. But back on track here, Will. 
Um, our, our, What's uh, the fun in being on track? I don't know. There is none. Um, but back to uh, the question at hand. Yeah, I think it, I think it's Jay. I think Jay's the first one to uh, to put down the fifty eggs. That's so many eggs. Yeah, it was. Uh, you would you would need three thousand chickens or however many chickens they have. Thirty thousand, yeah. So I will try if I remember. I will try and put that clip from the movie. Um, you know, it's definitely a, a moment when Paul uh, Paul Newman kind of asserts his dominance. In uh in, in the in the house, but it's all over that. So, but yeah, Rob, if you're a fan of that movie, hit me up. We'll, we'll talk. But and Will, you should watch it. Listen, I love Paul Newman. Plus, he's got a shirt off after the movie, so that's all for me. And I love the ladies, but I mean, I love me some Paul Newman. So, anyway, so we've got one more question, Will, but. It's a big one. It's from uh, the third member of our triumphant. Uh, make sure everyone on the show, uh, hashtag Brunnen gets your own podcast uh, because Brunnen should be doing his own shit. Um, Brunnen doesn't have time to do his own podcast. He's too busy guessing on nattering with E or sitting in with us or taking notes for the Wizards. and Yeah. Especially if he's taking down, if he's taking down like Choco Pro results and stuff like that. And Brunnen doesn't have the time. Yeah, I mean, like you said, he's got a job, he's got a wife, he's got a kid. Um, you know, follow him at Irish Misfit. You know, chat him up about Seven Dust. Chat him up about some uh, some New Jersey wrestling. Yeah, um, yeah, and hopefully their uh, their Jersey Championship Wrestling podcast gets off here. But yeah, um, yeah, I just want to shout out the latest episode of Nattering E um, when they talked about the Ghost Town Wrestling and his buddy. Were uh, that was a lot of fun. You know, I know it was a, it was a little outdated. Um, yeah, really good job on that one, Aaron. So I don't know if I messaged you, but Rodman's got a big one for us this one, Will. Top 10 dream matches for the Briscoe brothers. Yeah. So this is a bit of a struggle for me because, like, I've got Brendan's list in front of me. There, I wouldn't have ever guessed really any of these except for one. There was one um, that I did that did cross my mind. But yeah, I, I have not read Brunnen's yet until now. Um, so I mean, if we if we wanted to start with one of Brunnen's, uh, he one of them on his list is the Briscoe brothers. God damn it! I can't believe I didn't think of them. That was the first one I thought of. I'm like, because I've got the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, it's uh, the original Briscoe's Wes and Gerald, I believe. They put it on yeah. here. Um, yeah, fighting over the name. I mean, that's just classic. Um, you know, that would be. And it, I mean, they were had very very similar styles. I've only seen one of their matches like a long time ago, and it was all kind of grainy. Um, you know, and obviously, you know, uh, Gerald Briscoe is just known mostly for people our age as being a minion. Uh, for, for yes. You know, but he's a bad motherfucker. Um, and then, uh, so his first one, I love this one too. This is awesome, and it's a it's a great book too. If you never checked out Pat Patterson's book, uh, the last half it's okay. You can definitely tell kind of got WWE ish because um, it was ghost written. Uh, but the first half of Pat Patterson's accepted book is really fucking good. I'm the guy that's gone out of Boston speaking English. 
just took a bus from Montreal to, you know, Boston to learn how to wrestle. But, uh, yeah, Pat Patterson and Ray Stevens, the original dream team, plus Heenan managed them, bring back Cornette to Manza Briscoes, and you've got gold. He ain't fucking wrong. That would be fucking awesome. So, yeah, Ray Stevens, definitely another very underrated one. So, do um, you have another one, Will? Well, so we talked a little bit beforehand if we were going to round robin this or if we wanted to go go through it kind of list by list. I think we'll go with we that. Great. Uh, do we want to go through Brendan's list just because we, we both have it up and then uh, you and I can kind of go back and forth with the names that we got? Yep, you're right, Will. I'm wrong. So, so, so one that Brendan brought up that I'm kind of disappointed in myself that I didn't think of was Steiner Brothers. Yeah. Peak Steiner Brothers, peak Briscoes. Fucking forget about it. I mean, you know, I would, yeah, yeah. Those, those brother on brother tag teams, I've got a couple of them. Um, I'm really kind of disappointed in myself that I didn't pick that one either. Um, well, speaking of brother tag teams, uh, Mad Dog and Butcher, uh, Paul Vachon, um, you know, like Brendan says on here, you know, battle the four toughest guys around ever. Um, Mad Dog, another AWA guy. And then, uh, one, I can't believe I, I was going to put on my list, but I, I didn't when I was thinking about it. I don't know why. Um, I was just kind of interested in uh, how the chemistry would work, but the Hart Foundation. I mean, I know you're not a Bret Hart guy. I'm a Bret Hart guy. I think that would be great, though, because I think it is lost. And we kind of see it in, like, the earlier Briscoe matches that they are very good Athletes. wrestlers. Yeah. Like, they are technically sound wrestlers, despite the redneck kung fu and Jay Briscoe's kind of almost more of like a, a more powerhouse Steve Austin kind of thing, right? Like very brawly, but he also does a lot more of like high impact grapple moves that you wouldn't see like a Steve Austin do. So you have, you know, have him wrestle, you know, a Bret Hart who's going to, it's going to be all technical. He's going to try to give him a sharpshooter and, you know, Jake could probably go toe to toe with that. Yeah. I mean, you get you get Brett and Jay, and then you just got Mark and Jit and the Nightheart. You know, Red Code Fool versus the the old Canadian brawler would be fucking money. Um, yeah, I'm really kind of disappointed. We, we talk about longevity. Uh, Brundon also had Demolition, the one-time longest reigning tag team champions for uh, for the Fed. Yeah. Yeah, just let them beat the hell out of each other. Another great mean guy match. Um, you know, I, I was – I don't know why I have heat with the Road Warriors. I don't know why. I was always a demolition guy as a kid as a kid. Um, and everyone says, oh, they were just, you know, Road Warriors ripoffs. And then, I mean, even Bruce Pritchard made it. It wasn't demolition. It was the, the powers of pain that were the, the Road Warriors ripoff. I remember them, the Barbarian and Warlord, but um, – yeah, the faces. So, well, speaking of the warlord, the faces of fear. Um, I was going to say, I do not know who this is. So, Kaku and the Barbarian. Um, so, obviously, I'm assuming you know who Haku is. Um, kind of, yeah. Yeah. And then the Barbarian. Yeah, just, I mean, 
Haku is definitely known as probably the the, the best or the the toughest wrestler in the history of wrestling. Like legit. Like there's all these stories like him like ripping people's teeth out of their mouth like with like animal claws and shit. But um, damn, Mark Briscoe better watch out. He's only got so many left. Yeah, no shit. Um, one I don't know much about, but I have a tape uh, against the uh, British Bulldogs, uh, which are on my list. But uh, this would be ugly in the best way possible. Doug Furness and Philip Lafon, '90s dream match here. Uh, Again, I have no idea who either of those people are. Definitely go. I mean, uh, yeah, because the Wizards kind of highlighted those two a couple months ago. Uh, or uh, early '90s All Japan. Okay. Yeah, they had a big run there. Um, I said, yeah, I've got tape of there. They had a great rivalry with uh, the British Bulldogs. Um, yeah, and Doug Furness came. I think he was still Doug Furness. He had a little bit of a WCW NWA run um, as a kid. And this one kind of shocked me, but, I mean, he's not wrong. Um, Carlito and Primo Cologne. And he says, do some poor- that, that, I think that's the most recent tag. Like, that's the most kind of contemporary tag team in uh- – Brendan's list. Yeah. Like the one match they could have had, but he's like, yeah. I uh I never would have would have hazarded Carlito and Primo. Yeah. That's why that's why Brendan's such a great resource, because like he's pulling these things. I like there's obvious ones, right? Like Demolition, probably an obvious choice. Steiner Brothers, should have thought of it. The other Briscoes, all right. But Carlito and Primo. Yeah, Godfrey. I wouldn't have thought of that in a million years. Yeah, imagine fucking Mark Briscoe cutting a promo on fucking Puerto Rico. Just oh, it's got fucking money written all over it. You know, five th- five thousand pesos worth. Five thousand. Puerto Rico on the peso. I, don't, I, was, I was. I said after I said that, I'm like, oh, Puerto Rico probably uses American dollars, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean they are U.S. territory, so I don't know. Well, I mean, Ecuador uses U.S. money, and they're I mean, completely independent of us. So, um, I don't know. Listen, I I need to get down to Puerto Rico. So, so Uso, Uso, Turco, make it happen. And uh, Brendan's last answer is the Midnight Express. He says either version would be a blast in different ways. Yeah, I mean, like you can have Cornette turning on either the Briscoe or the Midnight Express. Or it puts Tim in the middle, right? He's he. We have Jim Cornette on a pole, or Jim Cornette in a shark cage, or yeah. Um. So, and I'm I can't believe I didn't. And I love the Steiner brothers. I really do. I'm really kind of embarrassed to myself uh, that I didn't think it. That's I mean, listen, those, those brother on brother tag team matches, um, are are just fucking money. So. That's weird. Yes, yeah, I don't have any brother and brother tag teams. Um, so, Will, do you have any that weren't on that list then? Well, yeah, I mean, because the only one that I thought of was like the, the the Briscoes. Okay. Um, I mean, you say brother and brother. I mean, I don't know where were Brett and Owen ever at like an actual tag team where they like went on like a tag team run. I don't think they might have done something in Stampede, maybe. Uh, but I mean, even if it was just like a one-off match, Brett and Owen against the Briscoes. God, I mean, imagine, I, just imagine sitting in a locker room with Owen Hart 
and Mark Briscoe designing a match. How fucking fun. I kick your leg out from under your leg, right? Right. <laughs> um, oh, God, that would be. Oh. I would just so love you. My name Chicken, your name Nugget. <laughs> like I said, I always always wanted to be like uh, in on uh, Mark Briscoe and uh, Dax from uh, VFTR's tag team for uh, text messages back and forth. Uh, back in the day, it would have been great. Like, let's do this. You know, I mean, I could totally see Dax like texting Mark at like three in the morning. Hey, let's do this. Um, so but, I'll take a I'll take a cop out answer. I'll say uh, I'll say the the TLC trio. Let's just get those all out of the way. Uh, we talked a little bit. If the Briscoes had actually faced the Hardys at one point, but I mean, I think out of those three teams, I mean, I feel like for me, the Dudley boys would be the ones I would most want to see. Yeah. Just because that's similar styles. Big, you're going to see big moves from both tough sides. You know, and, uh, you know, not to be this guy, and Bully Ray was a six-man champion with Mark and Jay. He was in, in real life. I saw it. You know, I saw them in person. My own twice. Um, I'm sorry to hear that you saw you had to see Bully Ray. Yeah, I totally fucking badgered him for a picture too. I don't know how. I like I skipped like the entire line. Like I was like the last person. I just walked up to him, like to take my picture. What? Well, uh, I kept asking him like, no, I'm not gonna do that. No, I'm not gonna do that. Um, you know, it was funny. I was gonna get him have uh, sign a picture for Phil, which is hilarious because Phil um, from. Uh, Shout out to Chernbuckle Throwbacks, also another great retro podcast on this network. Um, he hates Bully Ray, so that worked out in the end. Um, but I had the Dudley Boys, but uh, I'm going to kind of go all over my list. Uh, but speaking of ECW, Will, I'm not sure if this is a team that you're familiar with, um, but Brenda's going to mark out for this answer, but I'm going to say the Eliminators. As soon as you said tag team in ECW, and we had already talked about the Dudleys, I assumed it was going to be the Eliminators. Because other than that'd be all the ECW tag teams I know. Other than like, like yeah, FBI would have been like yeah, whatever, or like Public Enemy would have whatever, been. whatever uh, Lance, whatever Lance Storm and Chris Jericho's tag team was. The Impact players. The Impact. Phil Rea stealing the gimmick. <laughs> yeah, uh, but well, he later formed that with Just Incredible. But um, he had the Eliminators, Perry Saturn and Kronos. Yeah. Um, or the Pitbulls. Uh, the Pitbulls would have been a lot of fun, too. But uh, Eliminators. And the other tag team, I kind of thought. Um, I think Mark selling total elimination would have been. Fucking gold. I mean, if you watch this episode of TV and you see that match between Jay and Mark, Jay hits Mark with a lariat. And it, Mark, like. Dies. It's like, like, it's like the dude's getting sucked into a black hole, like. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. Um, but I'm just, well. I'm gonna put one on here real quick. I'm just I'm just gonna say it because um, I'm a little, I don't know why I have a hatred. I don't say hatred, but I want to say the Briscoes versus the World Warriors. Just settle. It's it's, it's the move set, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you know, the doomsday, the battle, the doomsday devices. But to finally put to bed, obviously, most people consider the World Warriors the greatest tag team of all time. Don't get me wrong. They have a pop named after them. They were great. Um, but, I mean, the Briscoes accolades are, are way better. But yeah, I mean, a Doomsday's device versus Doomsday's device, fucking forget about it. Um, but I went back in temporary, um, and we actually talked about them a little bit earlier. But Mark and Jade, 
versus Jay and Jimmy. The Usos. Has to be, right? God, you know, that that was the match. I mean, and, and while we're on that topic, you know, I feel like you might as well, we might as well just drop the New Day in there, too. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even think of that. Um, like, stellar tag teams, great promos, like, they're that's what you want, right? Like they're going to be great in ring. The the promos between any combination of those guys is going to be fucking money. Um, Jay being like, Mark, what are you doing? No, Jay, they had pancake. I I did. I wanted pancake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can see you can see Xavier Woods and Mark just texting each other. Um, you know, and we talk. I'm not sure if we were on air when we were talking about this now, but listen, we were talking like how sometimes we forget because there's so much Jay Briscoe out there that he is gone. That definitely crossed my mind when I thought about the Usos. I'm like, yeah, this could happen. I'm like, oh, wait, no. Yeah, once again, you know, that, that brother on brother, you know. Um, obviously, the, the Briscoes have already wrestled um, Girls of Destiny, you know, so I, that's why I didn't put them on there, but the Usos are fun. Um, I'll go. Uh... Mark's in AEW, kind of on the fringes of AEW. Might as well say he's in AEW. He's on. He's been on Dynamite quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I'll put out the acclaimed. I think hearing a uh, hearing uh, you know, uh, a, a diss track about the Briscoes would be a lot of fun. Uh, we need that in our lives. So. Um. Tom waved high. You don't have to pretend that you know you don't exist. Um, <sighs> Go to bed, but the night is so young. A Max Caster rap on, I mean, talking about chicken with fucking money. Um, another one, obviously, we're going with the Heart Foundation, so this one just kind of makes sense. I see the British Bulldogs. Um, just makes sense. I mean, with that, you know, that Japanese strong style that the Bulldogs, can, uh, especially Dynamite. Um, give me Dynamite Kid versus Jay Briscoe one on one. Fucking forget that. I'm not a big Davy Boy Smith fan. Sorry, I know he passed away. Um, Dynamite was definitely the the workforce of that team. Um, I'm gonna assume this match has happened at some point. I have the Briscoes wrestled uh, Motor City Machine Guns. I'm. I would be shocked if they hadn't, especially as much time as they spent in the Ring of Honor. Um, but I mean, shit. Why the fuck wouldn't it? You know, it'd be great. Um, the team I had on my list, top of my list, though, I, I've got several or a couple after this uh, that were just tailor made. Um, obviously, with the chemistry the, the Briscoes had with FTR, but probably my top three favorite tag teams of all time. Uh, the Brain Busters, Arn and Tully. You um, I mean yeah, the Brain Busters were okay in WWE, but they're fucking running NWA with the Four Horsemen. Fucking work with Mark and Jay. I mean, it it just writes itself. Like I said, obviously the FTR. I don't want to say they're ripoffs, but they're definitely influenced by, you know, turning or, or um, you know, admittedly so, unabashedly so. Um, that was the top of my list. I got, I got another one for you, Tom. The Bushwhackers. Why? Actually, you need to be funner as the Sheeper. Well, I mean, yeah, it depends. I mean, I know it's technically the same thing, but 
Yeah, that'd be fucking a blast. Oh my god, that'd be not I'm not necessarily like the match would be the best, but I feel like again, Mark Briscoe playing off Either. the bushwhackers and like licking each other and like doing the if you get them all doing like the strut around the ring with the arms flailing and everything. Yeah. I mean, shit, because one of them's still alive, right? I know one of them just passed away. I think Luke, I think, or Butch. Yeah. I mean, in the promo, like we talked earlier about having subtitles. The promos would have to have subtitles. Oh, dude, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be fucking great. I just want to see those two interact with each other. The, the two of them, like, I have no idea what this guy's saying. <laughs> yeah. The Bushwhackers. I like that. Um I've got a couple uh, obscure ones here a little bit, but uh, a little bit more contemporaries here. Um, but the first one I've got on my list is the besties in the world, uh, former AAW tag team champions. Besties uh, in the world. This is wrong. Who this is Matt, the gunslinger, Matt Fitchett, my top five favorite wrestler, although he's currently retired and Davey Vega. Um, you may not be very familiar with them. They're definitely Midwest icons. Uh, they are, I mean, check out, I mean, we may have tracked down some besties in the world tag team matches. Um, their style, Matt Fitch is definitely the, the work, um, it would just work. It would be, it would be money. Um, just trust me on that. And then, uh, I know they're not a tag, um, a tag team any longer because unfortunately they've currently been, been canceled. Um, but Jake something and Kurt Stallion were a tag team for a while. And you want to talk about four boys just beating the living piss out of each other. And then uh, and then another contemporary, a recent two recent tag teams, um, obviously being the New Japan mark that I am recently. Uh, I don't know if they've got a name yet, but Clark Connors and Dan Maloney. I mean, that's Bullet Club, right? It's the, the new... Yeah. Oh, no, are they the... Who are the War Dogs? Is that, war that's dogs is, um, that's um, Coughlin and... Uh, yeah. Um, Gabe Kidd, right? Show it to KJG's. Uh, I mean, I think the Briscoes tussling with with any of the the new Bullet Club, any any way you want to slice that, would have been. I mean, just like Brenda said, put it in my veins. Um, um, one I'll put out there, maybe not as a, uh, maybe as prolific, but I think a Briscoes Bear Country. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I had another one too. Uh, current actually AAW tag team champions, uh, Russ Jones and Schaff. Uh, Schaff, you might be familiar with. Uh, he wasn't denied. He was trained with Bertie King. Um, God's Hate. Oh, actually, talked about the, at the, the watch along. Um, God's Hate does uh, Schaff, or no, he should No, he does check something, but uh, current date. But uh, the last one I've got, Will, and this one's pretty obvious. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm super biased. They are former guests of Ring of Honor Revelry, but dude, give me Country Air versus the Briscoe Brothers. Zach, Jay Briscoe going tit for tat, and then Doc and Mark. I mean, like I said, I will I will take this to my grave. I, I'm obviously biased because he's my boy and everything, but I still say pound for pound, Doc Simmons is the hardest hitting guy in the Midwest. But him and Mark. Um, yeah, just printing money. So, Country Air versus the Briscoes is the last one I've got, Will. There's so many. I mean, there are, I mean, even one that we're talking is like, I didn't really have a list going into this because really, actually sitting down and talking about Brundon's list 
helped get my mind going on a lot of stuff. Cause like for now, I had like the Briscoes, I had the Bushwhackers and I had like the Dudley boys. Like, I'm like, I don't really know. Like I'm not pulling, you know, out of the fifth dimension. Like Brendan is like, my mind doesn't work that way, but we, we technically saw it, but I think if we could have got a Briscoes headbangers match where it's like prime headbangers and they're in like the, the headbanger gimmick. Yeah. Now you play up kind of like these, the, the, like these people dressed like they have the kilts on, they got the makeup on and it's like, they're like, we got to wrestle these, these hicks that probably don't listen to anything beyond like Hank senior. And yeah, you could just see like headbanger mosh just like reacting when the Driscoll's theme, like not realizing that their theme music is death Valley driver. And then they just mark it out like, Sir, oh, dude. Printing money, Will. Printing money. I mean, usually it was later when you had kind of like the, like when the Briscoes were kind of come out with like the, they had like more like, the, like, like just kind of more like around their eyes. Yeah. Like the kind of like quieter, like, I don't know if you want to say spooky, but like the spooky Briscoe music. Yeah. Um, and I know listen, this happened at least once. Obviously, uh, the Lucha Brothers versus the Briscoes has happened. I don't know if the Briscoes ever wrestled pretty powerful. I don't know. I mean, it's possible House of Glory, right? Maybe. That's what I'm thinking. Um, yeah, because I'm just harking them back because, uh, you know, I was very, very fortunate. It's still one of the best tag team matches I've ever seen in my life. But yeah, it was the Workhorsemen uh, versus the Briscoes of Warrior Wrestling last February. Um, top five greatest tag team matches I've ever seen live. Um, I got to, yeah, show it out to, because uh, I know it's out there on YouTube, so I should try and find the link for that, but great match. But um, I'll, uh, I, I haven't brought it up in a while, so I'll say, uh, I'll say Sun and Steel, the, the tag team from Dual Powerbomb. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, fictional tag teams. It's a, it's a father and daughter against. The, the most iconic brothers and maybe uh, I might get in trouble for saying the most iconic brothers in pro wrestling, but yeah. for me, they're unmatched. Briscoe's are unmatched. Best brothers in 20 years. And uh, to be so, to be so proficient and to never really have a moment where it's like Mark never, this could change obviously as we watch all of Ring of Honor TV, like it never really felt like Mark got left behind in the tag team. Like, yeah. We get all these like just great matches from them. We get the fun stuff like how they do like the, the Christmas matches where they, they pull different like random tag team partners. And it's like a yearly thing. They need to bring that back. How many times did they, did they just did that once? They've never really done it a couple times. They did it a couple times. I have to bring that back. Tony Khan, make it happen. Tony Khan, make something decent happen. Yeah, give me more. I'll be uh, I'll apparently be watching uh, Forbidden Door on Sunday. So I I was invited over to a viewing. Oh, that's cool. Nice. Yeah, I completely forgotten Forbidden Door even going on. And Freed's I'm a little disappointed that you're not going to Forbidden Door, but uh, we'll give you shit about that next week. So. Right, he, he's going to be right there. I mean, if my if my job got in the way, I'd quit. 
Well, it's like, it, it's like by the time Forbidden Door goes on, it's like, couldn't you like slip away and be like, you're probably done work stuff by that point. Just, just go. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I get it. You're, you're out, you know, it's not like you're out that way on your own. Maybe they got rules about, you know, staying at the wherever, not drifting away too far. But yeah. Oh, well. Who knows? So, well, um, yeah, kind of a, di- a different ring of honor revelry. We just kind of went with what we had for, we did cover TV, you know, but it was what it was. So it's a little, you know, another Briscoe's recap. And like I said, just make sure you do go back in the archives. I said, Will and I, uh, not to suck your own dicks or anything. You did a really great job. Um, cause it was super fresh. I mean, I think we recorded that Jay Briscoe thing. I think the day after, or maybe two days after. So it was super fresh, obviously. It was, it was very recently after. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check that out. Um, you know, um, just kind of a different episode, but next week we do have two guests, um, you know, for best in the world. So this is, we've got a couple first going on here. So, you know, you know, the best part about tonight was Tom, we didn't have to talk about scum even once. No. And we did. And we brought, see, see how much, see how much happier we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My wife's going to be very happy. Like, Oh, you're done recording. You're happy. You're not so irritated and throwing things around the house. Okay, I don't really throw. I don't get that upset about scum, but yeah, it was a good time. Um, he does not throw. Him confirmed does not throw things about the house. No, well, at least when you're here. So, oh, just kidding. Used to me. But uh, all right, high fivers. We're gonna kind of pull this train to the station. But uh, will before I do anything else, uh, any last thoughts here? I know you guys see my uh, my my mug again tomorrow, but no. Thanks to everyone who's listening. Thank you to VGM. Thank you to Shining Wizards. If you're not already following our Twitter page at ROH Revelry, please do so. Make sure you follow our personal pages if you want. Make sure you follow Brendan at Irish Misfit. Yeah, all the good links. And, uh, you know, if you want to, we might set up a Patreon so we can include you on uh, I uh, Will, Brendan, and I's text message group. That might be worth some money to you, but I'm just kidding. But so. That's a pitching idea I've had before, but yeah, but um, I got to go, but will thank you as always. I appreciate you, my friend. Um, and we'll talk to everybody. Well, actually, we'll talk to everybody tomorrow. So we got two episodes this week, so it's going to be a good time. Hopefully I didn't just jinx it. So all right. High fivers. Talk to you later. This has been a visionaries, global media production, visionaries, global media, envisioning excellence on a global scale.